Adrian Rose is the guest on Lead, Learn, Grow, Episode 5. She's an assistive technology specialist. We talk about what it takes to get smart about assistive technology in the classroom, where to go for assistive technology support, and what inspires her practice. Let's meet Adrian. Hey, Adrian. Hey. How are you? I'm doing well. How about I, yourself? I, I can't complain. You know, um, how's your day? How's your day been so far? It's been good. Enjoying the first couple weeks of summer. It's finally getting nice outside. Do you have big summer plans? Anything down the stretch that you're really looking for, either forward uh, school wise or just for fun? Well, I I'm looking forward to going to ISTE next week. So we're driving Lucky over to Philadelphia. <laughs> How, and how and how has your ISTE experience been? It's been great. Last year, I got to go in Chicago um, as a presenter, and I did it again this year. So I'm hooked now. <laughs> well, I I've never been. I hear great things. You know, I'm a huge fan of McCall. I go every year. I think that McCall does things the right way. But everybody talks about ISTE as the gold standard. Is that something you found to be true as well? Uh, definitely, it's like McCall on steroids. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Um, so I, I, I have this podcast mainly because I'm interested in learning as many things as possible. And, you know, I've got enough years experience in technology that I feel like, you know, I'm pretty well versed, but I know that you're an assistive tech um, specialist. And this is an area that I really don't know anything about. And, and I guess for a guy like me who's on the outside, how would you explain what all of this is. Now, I know Google has some products that are assistive, but I don't believe that's the specialty that you're probably going to talk to. Is that correct? Yeah. I, there's a, a wide range of things that um, assistive tech specialists might, might have more knowledge on than the traditional ed tech consultant. Mm-hmm. Um, but of course, working with students with disabilities and really dissecting what their needs are and what is out there that can be helpful to them. Mm-hmm. So yeah, some of that is um, Google products, but there's a lot of other um, devices and apps that are helpful as well. Like Apple is huge with assistive technology mm-hmm. um, and Microsoft as well. I'm not as familiar with the Microsoft side of things because I have worked mainly with Chromebooks Mm -hmm. um, at the high school level, Mm -hmm. Um, but a little bit with iPads as well. Um, Especially with my personal use, I love my iPad pro. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I completely understand. So since you spoke to Chromebooks, tell me more, um, what sort of assistive tech, if some, if a teacher comes to you or a colleague or maybe even a student that you know has a special need, whatever it might be, where's the first place they're going to look or start with a Chromebook? I mean, really coach me up here. Yeah. So uh, when I go into a school or if I'm working with a student and a teacher, um, I'm going to do an evaluation on them Mm -hmm. that's called the SET. Um, I'm guessing that's an acronym of some kind. Yes. Mm -hmm. Um, The Student Environment Technology and Tools. Mm -hmm. So we're looking at what the student needs. Um, again, what, what's their disability area? Do they have a learning disability, reading, writing, math, um, spelling, or is it a visual impairment or um, a hearing impairment? All of those things are taken into consideration to start with. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and then we're looking at what the environment is. So is the student needing this during their math specific class or are they needing it during their English class or are they needing it all day? Um, mm-hmm. And then looking at the technology that's offered, I like to start with what the schools have um, mm-hmm. because funding is sometimes an issue um, <laughs> or always an issue. I don't right. know, whatever way right. you want to look at it. Um, and then, um, but if, if the Chromebook specifically or the iPad or whatever it is that the school has, if that doesn't work, then um, for students with disabilities, they actually have the right to assistive technology in their um, IEPs. Mm-hmm. So you have to consider it legally and schools have to provide what is deemed appropriate or best for the student. So you always have that um, to back you up in terms of um, a legal standpoint. And maybe finances as well. Is that pro- probably part of the conversation? If you have a need and you don't have it in your building, you probably can come up with some funding. Yeah. Yeah. So special ed funding um, I don't know a whole lot about mm-hmm. the specifics of where they get their funds from, um, but a lot of the different grants and whatnot that schools have, the special ed budget usually is one that can afford something outside of what the district is offering, mm-hmm. um, but not all the time. You never know. <laughs> mm-hmm. so, so on a Chromebook, I, yeah, have, yeah, I have yeah. a need. What are you going to offer? You know, what, do I, what am I looking for as someone that's a bit of an outlier here and doesn't know much about what would be a great first step other than dialing down that IEP and going from there? Yeah, so the Chromebooks have a lot of built-in features already that any student can be using. Um, there's dictation that you can enable the um, speech to text or text to speech. And recently Chrome made it way more um, accessible really is the word um, that they put in that accessibility link in the drive or in any of the Google apps um, that's right above on the toolbar. So Mm -hmm. like where you see the file edit insert, there's now the accessibility link. So those are, all available um, regardless of, of needing to download anything. So I would say that's the first place that you might look or mm-hmm. go to to see if any of those features are what's going to be helpful for the student because um, those are all built in. Mm-hmm. Um, when I look at students with, like, let's say a reading disability, mm-hmm. um, the text help apps are really the ones that I prefer if you are going like the downloading app or even needing a paid subscription to something. Um, The read and write app and then that's for reading and writing but then also they have a math app called Equatio that Hmm. is those those I have found to be the most helpful and the most user-friendly and the most um I guess reliable mm-hmm. is the right consistent word. maybe. Yeah, consistent, yeah. Um for students to use. So so, so are these are these gonna replace the teacher? Is this just in addition to, you know, are these apps something that can just you, you, you make sure the student has them on the Chromebook and away they go? 
No, there's, there's still a bit of coaching mm-hmm. that needs to happen. I thought um, so. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Read and write specifically has a boatload of options that the student can use on um, it can create vocabulary lists. It can pull up images that go along with highlighted text. Uh, so I know some teachers that use it for their English language learners. Um, you can highlight a word mm-hmm. and it will find an image on Google uh, that matches the definition. Hmm. Hey, yeah. I- I'm telling you right now, this is an area that I just got to roll my sleeves up and get after. What, what's something that inspires you right now on the assistive side? You know, is there something other than I'm guessing there's some freedom that students now have that they might not have not have had in the past because they can work independently and maybe not necessarily as a, as a group, but what's something that really inspires you right now that would be great for us to know? Um, I think that the, that people are coming around to believe that assistive tech can be used just across the board in general Mm -hmm. and not just for students with disabilities. And that's my, my mission and, and what I believe. And, and that's what I'm trying to throw out there and, and preach to everybody is that these tools aren't just for students with disabilities, Mm -hmm. but for everybody to use. Um, and I think that the companies are coming along to also display that mission and that message um, to everybody. Uh, it doesn't just have to be in the education world, but Google itself has um, just in their mission statement to make learning or searching or information accessible to everyone. So I think that that's the most inspiring thing for me myself and in what in the work that I do is that it it can be for everyone and it makes a difference Mm -hmm. for everyone so is there a lot to do uh, in this job is there enough to keep people busy day in and day out if you're an assistive specialist um on the job yeah definitely I think that um I think every district should have some sort of assistive technology consultant or at least somebody who is knowledgeable in the field. Um, just because technology is becoming so widespread mm-hmm. and used by students, um, utilizing things that are going to make learning easier is is going to be helpful Mm -hmm. Um, and then also when you think of the special ed side of things I work with a lot of teachers special ed teachers that don't have the knowledge of technology in general right so then you think well where is the resource or where is the person that they can go to to say hey I need I need some help with this student because not every single resource room teacher or categorical room teacher has the knowledge of, of, of what to um, recommend. Yeah, and I find that a lot of times these positions are just kind of like grouped together. They don't have the time, the budget. So instead of dedicating a specialist to that role, they just get lumped together with the special ed director and then they're forced to kind of learn on the fly and then find people that maybe like yourself that are experts and go from there. Right. Right. Yeah. And, and we have, um, or 
where I used to work in, in Ottawa County, um, you could certainly reach out to them and, and look at the lending library mm-hmm. of tools that they have. But the assistive tech piece over in Ottawa County, um, I think that there should be somebody who's specific to that as well and not just working independently because that's what I do is I, I free myself up to work with whoever needs my help. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been down to Kalamazoo. I have worked with people in Kent County um, and mainly with um, families with students with disabilities, um, just as an extra advocate in the IEP process. Yeah, and I have no doubt you can keep yourself busy just doing that sort of work <laughs> day in right. and day out. Yes, certainly. So um, I'm, I'm a learner. I'm a new beginner. I want to learn more about assistive technology. What's my, what's the best first step I can do? Just throw myself into the work? Yeah, I would say um, a lot of the conferences, though, um, that are offered, I mean, McCall and Google Fest, there have been a lot of sessions lately um, on assistive tech. So I would definitely recommend checking those out. I'm in. Sold. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And but that only happens every once so a year, often, sure. right? Once a year or Google Fest. Yeah, a couple of times. Um, but other other conferences, I, I really do believe that I've seen a shift this last probably year or so that the, um, the view of learning for all has become um, more popular. Mm-hmm. Um, so when we think of McCall, the team that I'm on there Mm -hmm. is the learning for all planning team. Sounds Um, like a perfect fit. Right. Yeah. I love it. Um, so I would recommend that, but there are also a ton of resources online. There's the, um, like children disabilities council, um, for special ed. Mm Um, and I guess just reaching out to if there are specialists in the area or even just starting with some of the text help apps that I talked about, Mm -hmm. um, because those are certainly my favorite. You can get free for teachers. It's not free for all students. There are a handful of features that are free. Um, And I know I don't love presenting on things that aren't free for everyone as (laughs) as the educator we've in, all been there in right? my heart yeah. <laughs> um, but I've tried to download other extensions that try and replace um, some of the features that those offer and they just aren't like we They're said reliable yeah, yeah. <laughs> well I was worried you were going to say you know that I'd kind of be on out on my own at this point in the game if I have a little experience with some very minor um, assistive text things, but they were more for, for me to explore. Right. So yeah. I really just went to like Google and just downloaded, you know, adding a Chrome extension and kind of went from there. But I guess I got to start looking at some of these workshops and yeah. taking some time. Yeah. And certainly some webinars that are out there, um, from, now it's slipping my sure. mind. What the- <laughs> You're only on a podcast. <laughs> I don't have those. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, 
but webinars are also great too. And I personally, I don't know if this is good or bad, but I like to sign up for webinars and then I know I'll get the recording later. Of course. That's the beauty. <laughs> and you can do it on your own time, yeah. right? We're kind of in the home stretch here. I really appreciate your time. I try not to gobble up too much. I know you're busy, but what's something great you're working on right now? Yeah. I mean, I would talk about my ISTE presentation that's coming up okay. next week. Um, so I'm doing the Ignite session for ISTE and I'm actually presenting on, it's a little bit of assistive tech, more of a different model of instruction for the classroom. And I'm calling it the self-paced classroom. So using some blended learning instruction um, with the agenda and a whole group activity day that might look like stations with some differentiation involved um, and then one assessment day per week. Wow. So I have been working on that presentation that I'll need to rehearse and get memorized. Right. Got to roll your sleeves up. Yeah. <laughs> for next week in Philadelphia. Well, and, and if I get there eventually, you know, that's one of those stops that I think you got to take as ISTE. And uh, I suspect I can find everything I'm looking for at a place like that, you know, kind of like we're talking about today. You get there, you look at the, um, all the different presentations you can go to. I suspect there'll be plenty of assistive tech uh, presentations at ISTE. Oh, yeah. There are a ton. Even some during the same time slots. It's like, how do I choose which one I'm going to go to? <laughs> it's really, really tough, I know. Well, that sounds like a great thing yeah. to work towards. You know, I try to usually look down the road and um, I, things that inspire me. I love to read. You know, I'm a reader. Is there, are there one or two books, something you're reading right now that you, you think is really inspirational and is worth people's time? Yeah, the, the awesome assistive technology book from ISTE um, from Chris Bujaj. Okay. I always, I don't even know if that's how you pronounce his mm -hmm. last name, but I'm going to say it like that. <laughs> you, 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 it sounds like you had it down pat to me. Yes. Okay. Um, and then there's also some work by Mike Murata. He is somebody that I like to follow. I don't think he has a book specifically, okay. but his Twitter feed mm -hmm. is the has the most resources for assistive tech type things. And I always get excited when I see his posts. Okay. Um, and then I like the book blended cause that is just a model of instruction that I think is helpful for everybody and using videos that can be more accessible with closed captioning, different types of audio, um, instead of just your traditional classroom lecture in the classroom. Yeah. Sit and get right. I mean, yeah. I think we teachers sometimes are our own worst enemy. We have all these great ideas and we know the way to, to, to deliver the content but we still practice pedagogy wise, poor behavior, right? We just sit and get as opposed to practice what yeah. we preach. Right. Right. So uh, one last question. Um, how do you inspire people that aren't assistive tech people? I suspect they come down to you and just expect for you to fix it. Here's mm -hmm. the problem I have. What are you going to do when they show up at your door? How, how do you inspire those folks? Well, I think the first thing to, know and to communicate to people that that ask you questions is that it's all doable on your own mm -hmm. 
Um, it's not something that you really need somebody right there next to you. The apps and um, features that are on Google, I really think are pretty user-friendly. Um, and figuring it out on your own, I know that sometimes to some teachers that is daunting, but I like to use the student in the situation as well okay. because I really think that our students these days are – they love the inquiry-based things. They love problem-solving. Mm -hmm. So asking them and maybe putting it uh, on the student to help the teacher to figure that out, mm -hmm. um, that helps me. I, com I completely agree. I think sometimes yeah. you get some ownership that way, right? Right. Yeah. So if I can give a tool recommendation and not have to necessarily train it, mm -hmm. if that makes sense, yep. um, the students are usually great at problem solving and, and figuring out what they need and if it's going to be useful to them. And a lot of times they're honest and, and sometimes overly honest mm -hmm. about <laughs> what they need or don't need and what's working or what's not working. So that is really helpful in the process well good bad or indifferent the students that's why we do what we do right yeah well adrian i really enjoyed this conversation um i wish you the best at ISTE. um thank you i know we'll keep in touch at different events here and, and there and uh, i look forward to seeing all the great thing that, things that you do yeah thanks you too we'll stay connected i know through mccall and and everything that we have coming up with what we share with our love for uh, educational technology in general. Absolutely. Adrian, yeah. thank you very much for your time. Yeah, thank you.